I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh, my God, no. And, oh, and, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And, and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it. Do it harder. Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. I just saw the end of the uh, Lex Luger WWE Legends on uh, A&E. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was on, man. I need to watch one of the, that. One of the last things that you're going to hear is Truck and Tom Miller at the Greensboro Coliseum. The total package. Lex Luger. <laughs> yes. So you get to hear the, the dulcet tones of one of the great ring announcers of the territory days, Truck and Tom Miller. Yeah. From uh, WBIG Radio in Greensboro. One of the, yeah, one of the great I remember what station trucks. he was at. WBIG, yeah. home of the winners. It was a great, uh, it was a great radio station locally. So the, the, I have the, I have some reflections on the, what I saw. I saw the last hour or so of the Lex Luger uh, biography, Okay, which basically I picked up right when the Lex Express was crashing and burning and then went to the end. And uh, if you ever want to hear Jim Cornette say someone who, uh, something nice about someone who has a faith in God, here's your chance. <laughs> I happen to notice there was no, oh, the Superman in the sky, motherfucker. There's none of that stuff about uh, about Lex. <laughs> I don't care about your Jesus, motherfucker. There was none of that. It was like, he's he's noting that uh, Lex, as he's joined the God Squad, uh, and then he's had his stroke and stuff, he's much more humble. He's much more personable. He seems even much more likable and happier person. So that was that was nice. Well, with all due respect, I I don't yeah. think that was a that that was a hard road, you know. I know, <laughs> yeah, a hard thing to do, you know. Just, any any little minute good thing was a big thing, you know. There was never, there's just never been a Christian that Jim Cornette couldn't bash. I'm just saying, I'm not. You know. <laughs> just not. Take what we can get. Here's some of our here's some of the outtakes from WWE Legends Lex Luger. That motherfucker, he don't believe in Jesus, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus is so great. Why is he letting all the children die, motherfucker? <laughs> if you want to convince me there's a God, have him strike down Donald Trump right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Outtakes from A&E's WWE Legends. I got to see this now. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to be able to use that, Jim. Okay, hang on. I'll do some good shit here. Hang on. <laughs> God damn, he just, he just had to make his fucking body pick you up, slam the shit out of you. Okay, can we just clean that up a little bit? We're not on HBO yet. I don't know if you know. Saying <laughs> E. God damn, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> The, the thing is, you're probably not far from the damn truth. I know. Look, all right, we're going to take 147. Don't don't say motherfucker. Okay, motherfucker. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Cut. We're how, how many times do I have to tell you this, Mr. Cornette? We can't really. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was very uh, honest. And then they go and and I mean, I just here's the here's the other thing that bothers me. Like Bischoff said that when Liz died, he held that against. Lex Luger, which is, that's a human emotion. A lot of us have held that against Liz for 18 years or however long it's been. We're like, he's the one that led her down the primrose path and blah, blah, blah. I, you know, that that's fine. And, and Eric goes, that was very immature of me. I shouldn't have done that. And it's fine. What, what I, where I believe that Eric Bischoff is lying his ass off is when <laughs> he comes over to WCW, he signs him to 150 grand a year contract. He was making about 750 in WWE. Lex does so well. Eric, on his own, of his own volition, goes to Lex and goes, you know, I need to pay you more money. <laughs> See, I, I find because that that happens all the time. I just find that hard to believe. There's just certain things that happen that come out of Eric Bischoff's mouth. Like the whole thing with him and the Pillman thing was him trying to work and get Brian Pillman more money. That, that is now the, the Eric Bischoff 
line on his whole thing with releasing, uh, you know, Pillman and the WWE. It was he was trying to he was working to get Pillman more money because, as you know, that's what Eric Bischoff tried to do over and over again was Such to an get angel. more people. It's, it's amazing. I mean, if your name was Hulk Hogan or Kevin Nash or Scott Hall, sure, he was trying to work to get you more money. Everybody else, he was he was fucking over left and right. Didn't care. Didn't give a shit. Didn't matter. Like that uh, that Soto kid that just got traded to San Diego, he would have that kid making like that money forever. He would never go up to him, ah, we got to tear up the contract. I'm sorry. I We just can't pay you this money. It's, it's over. We're going to be. How did you right. feel about how did how did you feel about that trade? Oh yeah, I don't know where I wanted him to go, but I guess that that works. I mean, I guess Padres are trying to, you know, get get loaded up here for the run. The silliness of it was everybody going, well, you you don't know if you're going to be able to resign. Who cares? Who cares if you resign him? That's not the point here. No, you're going to you resign like, him. Great. You got like two and a half years of like a guy who's putting up fucking Babe Ruth numbers right now. And in that lineup with Tatis, holy shit. I mean, they're just, they're untouchable right now, but we'll see. I, I know. I know. It's, I kind of, you know, my, my, after that all star game, uh, that yeah. whole thing with him, with Soto yeah. and, and uh, Albert Pujols, I thought, I swear, I thought he was going to end up going to the Cardinals. I mean, I, I just looked so written to me. So the Cardinals I was a little look- shocked at that, if anything. They look they look so impotent right now that St. Louis. They franchise. just swept the Yankees. Yeah, that which is weird, right? Uh, they, first time since 1942, I think. Which is is like the weirdest thing. I don't know what's going on. I got to check the standings. I thought St. Louis was dying, and then then I, then my Braves are up in in Chase or Citibank or City Field, whatever the fuck it is, laying damn eggs. Oh yeah, against the mess. Oh, four of five, man. They lost Weird. four of five. Just Weird. brutal. Weird. Anyway, back to wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah the Lex Luger thing is really good. You should see the um, what was the preview? The Goldberg one. I saw the Kurt Angle one. The Kurt Angle one's very good too. Okay. Very on. There's any, no any Rocka Khan. There's no Rocka Khan. It's oh. the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing. It's just the weirdest thing how that oh period God. of his life. He didn't. He didn't really want the producers to put a lot of the uh, that relationship in there. Any uh, Karen Angle, Karen Jarrett stuff? Uh, he talks about his first wife, and he talks about them leaving. Uh, they didn't. If they interviewed her, they didn't use anything from from Karen. Okay. okay. You know. I didn't know how they handled that. Uh, but they, you know, they they showed his kids, and then his new wife. I don't know. She's not his new wife. They've been together for a while, but the most recent wife, and then most how recent, yeah. she was threatening to just like get rid of him and if he didn't clean up his shit and then he eventually cleaned up his shit so he's he's in good shape yeah it's always coming back to wrestlecade about this year i you know i i didn't you know i i'm not a huge huge i wouldn't i wouldn't pay the money that he wants for an autograph he was fine from what i saw he's not the most personal ball guy i i don't think mm-hmm. I, he's got he's got those little kids i just don't think he likes to be away from the kids that's the I just thing. don't I, think he likes doing those things in general. I, yeah, know, he, and I don't, I don't know. Did he not make? I, I thought he made enough money. You'd think. I would. I think, but you know, I mean, there's those, such a thing as squandering. But <laughs> you know, I don't know what he did. You know, I, I mean, there's. Uh, he, I thought he, but you know, if he, if he's got good paydays and stuff, and people, people get a big deal out of that, and that's fine. Well, I paid, I paid for my picture to be made with him. But I mean, he was an okay guy. But you know, he didn't like. No, he wasn't super you know, talking head like off at all. I mean, I could name a twenty people that you and I met that were ten times more talkative than he was. Just off, rattle off top of my head. So sure, but he wasn't. A, he wasn't an asshole. And now that, that's my whole thing. As long as you're not an asshole. Oh no, like you know, when I was when, when I had my picture taken with Dax and Cash, they were the nicest guys, and we talked about Transylvania County because uh, he's got a got a house there in Transylvania County. Oh so. yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's got a house like uh, in Dax the, or. Dax does, or Who, who's the bald one? That's that. Yeah, Dax. Yeah, that's him. He's got a house there, I guess, in Pisgah, in uh, where is it? Cedar Mountain, the Cedar Mountain area, which is very shishi and a lot of it's very rich people live there. So uh, I'm like, well, good on you, buddy. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it's not like the Asheville real estate price. Like Highlands. <laughs> it's Highlands or Cashers. Cashers, yeah. Yeah, that area, kind of, kind of shishi like that. There's not as much Atlanta money in Cedar Mountain as there is like in Cashers or Highlands. Or okay. Murphy in that area. Murphy. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's another 
the city Atlanta is like a two and a half, three hour drive from there. So you had even around the lake and Lake Toxaway, you had half of the fucking, you know, board of directors of some of the fortune 500 companies like home Depot and Coca-Cola and stuff just with houses up around the lake. That's crazy. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you just don't think about it, but yeah. And then my people five miles down the road living in poverty. That's not true. We're not, we're not in poverty. We're not squalor. I would say the word squalor. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <It> sounds better. <laughs> ah, it does need to be acknowledged. Um, the Ric Flair thing turned out to be the shit show that we thought it was going to be. Not, it depends on who you talk to though, bro. It, I, well, know. okay. Let me, let me just say when, when Dave Meltzer like says over and over again, it's one of the saddest things I've seen in wrestling in a long, long time. <laughs> like, and Dave has seen some pretty sad shit in wrestling. <laughs> He's seen some very, very sad. I would things. hope. Yeah. Over the years. At some now point. I know they made money on it. I know that. I <laughs> uh, know there was, there was. Uh, yeah. The number two grossing indie show behind all in. I mean, I know that's going to be like the headline and Conrad will be stuffing his pockets and, you know, all of that shit. But it, it, it doesn't it sound like a shit show to you? Yeah. Who's well, who's who's really yeah. defending it? Who's who's really defending it? Well, I don't. I'm trying. You know, that's a good question. But I have seen people defending it. You know, it's terrible. Both fans and both fans and uh, people in the business, if you will. I think. It's, I mean, I think Jeff Jarrett really kind of saved the day for them. I don't think there's a Jeff Jarrett there. I think that thing comes off like a hundred times worse than it was. You, you're probably right, and then you're probably uh, right. He, I, I think he would have been okay if they would have had the thing about a month before or three months after. But that plantar fasciitis—that's a horrible, horrible thing. That's a very hateful. I mean, if you're a 20 year old and you have plantar fasciitis, that hurts like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a um, well. Nah. It's an inflammation of the tendon that connects right to your heel. And it just, it's very, it's hard to like, if you, if you get a shot there, they have to get like a, you know, three, four inch needle or something to get back there. It's mm. a bitch. Yeah. Sounds like it. It's horrific. So he couldn't move for shit. He's shaking at the end. He can't even put the knuckles on because his hands are shaking. They fuck up the finish because he gets Jared in the, you know, he gets him in the figure four. Jared gives up, but also, oh, Rick Flair. There's only half as good. Figure two. There's a figure, figure two. two. And then Flair's shoulders. Oh, by the way, they happen to be on the mat as well. So who was the referee? I don't even know who the referee was for that thing. It was um, Girl it wasn't, um It was a Hebner. I thought it was Hebner. Maybe not. He it, was either, it was either Earl or Brian Hebner. Oh, you guys are, but I would like to say something to all of you assholes that are having fun with uh, Aubrey over this Don Stevens thing. Fuck all y'all. My God, it's been played to death. So what? She did a little something. She made a fake account. Whatever. Get over yourself. She's a fantastic referee. She did. Uh, you guys act like this is the most scandalous thing ever. Meanwhile, Vince McMahon is raping half of North America and paying them off. You guys are fucking acting like this is the the most scandalous. Cheering his ass when he walks out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The WWE fans are killing me. Oh my God! She made up a fake name. She was Don Stevens. <laughs> Don Stevens. Look, it's Don Stevens in the ring. Who cares, you assholes? Your your house is falling apart. Yeah, she was getting raked over the coals. I, I was seeing somebody, you know, posted something, and you know they they were people were just taking her to town on how animated she is and she's trying to steal the spotlight from the wrestlers and all this horse shit. And I wanted to chime in so bad, but I just, I don't, I just don't, I'm so over that. I don't the, do that shit. Like the people, the, the AEW botches guys are, are ridiculous right now. As the WWE is going through one of the darkest periods in its existence. Like this is one of the worst times ever for WWE and everybody's like, no, it's great. Uh, uh, Triple H is running the show and Stephanie's in control. This is getting no, you guys are super fucked. Daddy's gone home and it wasn't really his choice, even though he said it was. And daddy's in big fucking trouble right now. Like the Benoit thing, his steroid trial and this, those I think are the three darkest times in WWE history. So this is the top three. Maybe two. This may be worse than the steroid trial. And that's just what we know about. Exactly. Uh, the, and, and all the WWE fans are like, oh, look at AEW. The ratings are sucking. They suck right now. They suck. They suck. Oh, okay. 
Well, is there is the guy as a CEO probably going to have to go to jail for fraud? Because I don't think that's happening. No. I don't believe I Tony Khan has been called so. by the SEC to be like, hey, remember when you tried to um, get reimbursed for all that shut the fuck up money? That's not specifically legal. <laughs> yeah, last time I checked, you can't go to jail for just being a fanboy. Right. You know, you can't. There, there is no real, like, there's no punishment, although there should be, for having white claws with Chris Jericho. You should probably you know, there should be that, some sort know, of punishment for that. There should be, yes. And all and, and for all sorts of reasons. But yeah. AEW has its problems, but we'll get to that in a, in a little bit because like we can the problems can easily be solved uh pretty quickly. But the, for the WWE fans right now, these guys suck so bad. It's good, man. Things are great. It's gonna be so man. They just hey, I'm glad Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux are back. I really am. I am I'm I'm happy Scarlett looked hotter than ever again. But Triple H is not going to be able to rewind the wheel on all of this bullshit that happened. As much as he was able to get Io Shirai, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai back in the fold and get some of these people back in, and maybe he got he got Ricochet, he did amazing things. He got Ricochet a win on national television on Friday night, which was stunning. Yeah, what the hell? I don't know what's going on there. But the the idea that I'm I'm still not sold that this is going to be like the, the be all and the end all. Now that he's in charge of creative, you're in big trouble. You in big trouble, Misto. <laughs> I don't, I don't see that. I don't see it. It's, I'm, and, I've, and I've acknowledged it. I, I said last week, the product's not going to be worse. There's no question about that, but they also have a lot of the bullshit that was causing the problems that are still there. They still got the 30 or so writers that know nothing about professional wrestling. They still have uh Bruce, they still have some of the, the the flotsam and the jetsam around there that doesn't know what's going on. Uh, they don't kn- they don't really know what to push. They haven't really been able to get anybody over in a very long time. They only were able to get Roman over because of COVID. They've got um, Roman going away on a much lighter schedule. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of huge problems. We, the Brock Lesnar issue. We don't know exactly what to do to him because we have to keep him on payroll because we don't want him to go anywhere else. But we also don't like him as a part-time guy. So, geez, I don't know what we're going to do. I have no idea what we're going to do. We're going to bring back Sasha and uh, Sasha and uh, Naomi. Apparently, that that's going to happen, which probably is overdue and being in in happening. And I'm, I give them props for that. But they still got a lot of issues and a lot of problems that are out there. And I just don't see that. Oh my God, you watch now. We've got our secret weapon, Paul Levesque. Uh, we'll see. Well, I here, yeah, I don't know what they have uh, planned for for when Roman's gone, but yeah, that for somebody to have somebody lined up to, I don't want to say take Roman's place, but kind of to be the next big guy kind of thing. I don't see anybody that they've. I mean, they kind of half-ass pushed a couple of people, but you know, then they back off. So. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to tell, and and something's going to have to give. And I and I'm I don't you, I don't know if you saw this or not, but apparently, um, USA Network is a little um, I don't know. I don't say I don't know if they were angry, but they're a little concerned, I guess, of the fact that they don't have any belts on their show. <laughs> so, uh, um, so I think that's the reason. I, that's the reason, at least, I read that Carrie and Cross was brought in to the mix because they're going to eventually break those two uh, universal and world champion belts back up again. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it makes sense that I can understand why USA would be a little pissed because that was, that was first Roman when Roman was on there the other night was the first time he's on there and well before WrestleMania. And he's supposed to be the champ on both brands, you know, at least the Usos are making appearances on both of them. I will say that. Who is like, who, are they portraying as being on Roman's level? It's basically just Brock, right? Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. And they're trying to make it maybe that Drew is, but they're they're also like cock blocking Drew left and right too, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, and uh, unless they add Karrion Cross to this match in wherever the hell it's going to be in England or where it's Clash of the really. Castle, Clash at the Castle. Clash that the sounds ca- like a damn Scooby Doo <laughs> title, you know. <laughs> hassle in the castle <laughs> it is man it's a clash at the castle but whatever but i just i just he's going carrying cross is going to end up being involved and getting uh 
Drew disqualified or something, and they're going to bat, you know, they're going to fight. And then, I mean, I don't know when when Roman's taken off. I don't know when his part time schedule starts, but um, I don't know. I, I, apparently, it's going to happen soon, sooner than later. Getting those belts back, especially if that USA Network thing that I read is is on, is legit. They're going to want to get a belt back there sooner sooner than later. Cardiff, Wales is where the Clash of the Cancel Cardiff, Wales. Clash of the Cancel is. Clash of, did I see Clash of the Cancel? Is that what they're doing to crack Cash the Cancel. Clash of the Cancel? They're going to – Your Honor! <laughs> they're canceling <laughs> Cracker Barrel. All the, all the Republicans, all the right-wingers are pissed because they put fake sausage on the menu. menu. Oh. You see that? You know. That means yeah, they're the Cracker thing. <laughs> That's so funny. Can I – Okay. <laughs> I got to say this, man, this is (laughs) having, this is so, this is so GOP. That's so Republican right now right? for them to boycott a place that this goddamn serving something that just, that they just don't like, you know, they don't like that. So they don't eat that. You're not going to be like raped into, by the way, if you are raped at Cracker Barrel, you will be forced to carry it to term. Just want to say that you're not going to be held down and made to order impossible sausage. You'll still be able to get the heart disease and diabetes that was always available on the menu at Cracker Barrel. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the crack. The problem, the- see, the problem is, the yeah. problem is that you're going to have to, while you sit there and eat that stuff that's bad for your heart, you're going to have to sit beside somebody eating a piece of impossible sausage. Oh, you can't do that. Just can't that's do that. Worst. So, <laughs> God dang, uh, fuck them, man. USA wants an interim champion. While Raw and SmackDown might both fall under the WWE banner. I'm reading this from the sportster.com. Yeah, the, I, I did see that about the interim champion. I didn't quite understand what that I meant. I'll be honest with you. I hate the interim champion on AEW. I do too, dude. I think that's dumb as shit. That's like so stupid that there's an actual belt and an actual like interim. I think that is the dumbest thing. I'm sorry. Now, what do you think about like the Moxley situation? Do you think, what do you think they should have done with that? Do you think they should have? I just think when Punk went away, they go ahead and they have a tournament, they name a new guy. And then exactly. whoever, the, exactly. whoever, the, whoever the guy is that's holding the title, when CM Punk gets healthy, CM Punk's got the first match against the guy. That's it. I mean, why did that's we it. make this harder than it has to be? I don't know. I don't why, know. Why did we overthink this, Tony? I just got to have belts, 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 F- FTW belt, FWW belt, the belt, the, belt the, the Atlantic crossing belt or whatever the fuck that is. The belts, 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 TNT belt, TBS belt, the USA belt, the A&E belt, the E belt. E entertainment television. The E entertainment belt. Yes. Currently held by Kim Kardashian's ass. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I think it's held on for as many, as long as Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon has been on the Dark Hot 200 album chart. Correct. That's how long she's had that title. As long as Mandy Rose has been the top of my hottest women in wrestling chart. It's exactly <laughs> that long. That's a long time. It's a long time. The finer details of how exactly USA would envision this happening are unclear as far as the interim champion. Crowning someone interim world champion on Raw would result in three active world titles on WWE's main roster at the same time. Some fans thinking two is already too many. Yeah, uh, I think we've got a couple of them right here that think that. The other solution is yeah. getting one of those titles off of Reigns. Um, the road to Drew McIntyre versus Reigns at Clash at the Castle appeared to be clear. That was until Karrion Cross popped up and appeared to call all time on the Tribal Chiefs 100-plus day run. A different report suggesting WWE will have Cross challenge Reigns for one title, while McIntosh, uh, McIntyre rather challenges for the yeah. God Almighty. Yeah, this is getting way better. This booking seems to be le- a, lot less, a lot less complicated under uh, the new regime. <laughs> a challenger winning one of those matches might be WWE's solution to the lack of a world champion or a raw problem. The Sportster podcast has returned, they say. All right. Well, I understand. I think that, that makes no sense. But okay, I understand. I mean, you understand why USA would be pissed off. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I'm and by the way, it took them wait, this long. Wait till, wait till Comcast owns the whole kit and caboodle. What do you see? The, they, they won't be able to turn them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You right. work for us. We'll have the Comcast. I work for Noah. Champion. Um, we do want to congratulate Cassie and Sean Spears on the pregnancy there. That's kind of nice, right? That is nice. Good for them. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not he, as big uh, of a Cassie fan as I used to be, but uh, but I am happy. You still, you're Brian's still sour about that WrestleCade appearance, which left a lot of people flat. Well, I'm myself. just telling you, man. Talking about talk about you talking about uh, paying the money to, to to see Angle. Well, the money yeah. we paid for them was the same I paid for Angle, and I'll take the money I paid for Angle and what I got from him over what fair. I got from those two. That's any fair. day. That's fair. I mean, I get the whole mass thing. I get it. But they're the only people in the whole place that were doing what they were doing. It just, yeah. I don't, it was just don't of, come. Okay. Just don't come. Just can't. <laughs> I'd rather them cancel. But they wanted the money. Well, <laughs> but Brian, they, want, they wanted the money. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. So I can't, I, I'm, I'm just going to be bitter from now on, I guess. It, it's like one bad appearance can do that, dude. It's so funny. I'm so, well, again. That's the one thing that, that that really pisses me off as a wrestling fan when I go to these wrestlecades and and anytime we meet people at a wrestling event of any kind, if they're an asshole or come off as snarky or anything like that, you know, fuck them. You know, I'm done with them. People have to I'm, understand they weren't really snarky, but no, but they were they were distant. And they were cold. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, I, people have to understand it, particularly if you're a performer. And I think most of the people who get there surprisingly a lot of the younger independent guys like your i like your jordan graces and your rachel ellerings they get it because like we you and i this is like a focal point to our year we we, we take time we do this we plan out we budget who we're going to get who's autographed this that the other we do we do all that stuff so it's like a big deal for us i mean it's just like one of 50 shows they do a year whatever right 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 but it, you know it means something to us Right. And, and I, t dude, I totally get that. But just like you said, everybody there does a million shows, you know, just like everybody else there. So if people like Jordan Grace and, and, and Vicky Guerrero, for God's sakes, uh, and Rachel, if they can all be cheery and, and, and Melina, you know, she was just as happy as she could be and, and nice was. as she could be. If all those people could be like that, there's no reason for other people not to be. It, and again, if you don't like doing it, don't do it. Find another way to make your damn money. Go, you know, sell your shit online or something, but don't come there because I'm going to tell you what, I, I can't be the only one that thinks like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying everybody we've met has been nice to everybody else, but if people have a bad experience with something, I expect them to, you know, to be like me and say, you know, God, you know, there was no reason for that. So exactly. I, I just, I, I, that's just one thing. It's just, I can't help it. It's just, it's just one of those things that just rubs my ass every time. <laughs> it's, it, it was disappointing, but like you were talking about Vicky Guerrero was really taking the time to talk to a lot of people. She and that was, was kind of surprising. It was nice. Me. I mean, again, not my, not my top choice or anything, but she was really taking some time to be, like personable sharing stories. I'm sure people were talking about Eddie a lot, all that stuff. And she was so happy to, and she spent extra time with people. It was really nice. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you were, I can't remember if you were standing there or not, but um, I was talking to her a little bit about the Chris Benoit um, dark side of the ring thing. And all, you know, cause she was on that quite a oh, bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I forgot exactly what I asked her, but yes, but she, you know, it's not like well, she didn't want to talk about it. She had no problem at all talking about it. That, well, Chris, so. Chris, Chris's life went into his particular tailspin after he lost Eddie. I mean, that was, he was, I think he was in some dark times, but I think that he lost all control after Eddie died. Don't you think that was what it was, man? When, when he died, don't you think that just really, that just I think that down the it was, a it was, a, he was out of control. It was a, he was in a tailspin. There was no, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I will always say that it was CTE. I mean, it was always the the studies that came back on his brain I'm, it's not excusing what he did in any way shape or form. no 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 but i think it was i don't think if you remove the degree of cte that he had even if it was half as bad as it was he probably doesn't end up doing what he did i don't think i don't think so it was very the the cte if you look at the studies were it was really bad it was now they were like somebody who was, I think, yeah. like, like 80, 85 years old or something is what it would look like. The brain of somebody like that age. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it was it was it was horrible. Um, refresh my memory on this, though. OK. Ha has there always been the conspiracy theory uh, that Kevin Sullivan did this? That was not or is that something that's come out. 
that was a minority uh, of humans that kind of they, okay. back, you know, back then they didn't have the means to propagate that kind of bullshit like they do now on the internet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's I just, I, I, it seems like I just only heard about that thing recently and I, maybe I just forgot about that happening back then, but it's just a tiny bunch of really small brained and small penis humans that think that have been perpetuating that for a number of years and Oh, like yeah. the other conspiracy theorists. Exactly. Just exactly like the other conspiracy theorists. Um, but yeah, they're they're more able to create eight or ten Reddit threads and, you know, have all of these discords about that shit about that shit now, right. or they weren't able to do it back then. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the the Nancy Grace stuff about the steroids and it was roid rage and this, that, and the other, all that stuff. She right, was right. she was particularly awful during that, that period of time. She was just dreadful during that period yeah, of time. I remember. I if remember. you ever thought that she had any kind of insight or integrity or anything when it came to the law or anything of that nature, uh yeah, just go back and look Out at some of the shit that you it was horrific. Absolutely a horrific. <laughs> <laughs> um what did you think of SummerSlam? Uh not bad. It was better than I thought it would be, I guess, but not much better. I, I, yeah, I'd give it a overall, maybe a, a B minus B, maybe a B. What about you? Uh, I liked the show. I didn't love it. Um, and I'm not, I think everybody's like, oh my God, that main event with the tractor and everything. No, I like that. I didn't have any problem with that. That was fun, but the guy You're worse used, than a milk truck and beer truck and well, all the guy that. Who used a tractor lost though? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! That he is used, point. Good point. I mean, even the guy who did the tractor That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on! You're supposed to win if you have the tractor. I, I would it, think yeah. so. I mean, I thought that was a wrestling rule. I thought the guy with the tractor always won. <laughs> I have to go back and look at the rule book. I think you're right though. But I, I I enjoyed the main event. There was only a couple of false notes in that one. The what was it? The Happy Corbin match. Uh yeah. See, that was the oh yeah, the Pat McAfee Happy Corbin match. Although you know McAfee's very impressive physically, honestly. Yeah, he is. I mean, but we all knew he could do that. That wasn't really a big, a big surprise. I tell you who I was surprised with, and I don't know if you agree with me or not. And I hate to say this, but I'm I, I'll you know call a spade a spade, man. Logan Paul impressed me with some of the shit he did. Now I'm not saying I want to see him every week or I want to be, but I was a little impressed at some of the moves he did. I was like, the, damn. The only problem with that guy is that he wanted to come in as a baby face and they let him wow. do it because he's the guy. But other than that, his work is great. He can talk shit too. He's I don't have any problem. Oh with yeah, that stuff. yeah. If he was a heel, he'd be fucking over like crazy right now. If he would just embrace that shit, and I don't get how he doesn't get that. That's the way to go. He doesn't apparently know much about wrestling as, as he thinks he does then, if that's the case. I thought he was like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I figured he would understand it or get the whole idea. But, yeah, I, I if, he, if he was, a, if, if, there's nothing wrong with his work. There's nothing wrong with the way that he respects the business. He gets it. I mean, I wanted to hate on Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny came into this thing and did a great job. Honestly. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I I was, but. And Paul is the same, you know, I like Logan Paul too. I think he's doing, he's doing the right thing. He's doing about as good as you could expect, but yeah, the, I, it's, I just mean, a, it's just a false note having him in there as a baby face. It's just not going to yeah. work. Oh, I know. No, just not happening. Flatter than a, flatter than what? Play the piss. Flatter than play the, <laughs> play the piss, motherfucker. <laughs> Dead Kelsey's nuts, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care about your Jesus shit, Lex Luger. <laughs> cut, cut. We can't use it. We want, we want to do positive stuff about Mr. Luger. That's right. I forgot. Rewind it, motherfucker. <laughs> we don't use tape anymore, Mr. Cornette. Oh, goddamn. I'm ordering this pay-per-view on my goddamn cable box. Click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> You know that drives me fucking nuts about that guy. He likes he like wallows in being like this luddite technologically, but he has a podcast and like a fucking website where he sells shit. You can't do that. That's his life. 
That is his life. But he can't like understand the idea of like streaming something or ordering something on fight instead of ordering it like on a cable box. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You can take the boy out of the country, but or something. Jesus. I tell you what, Stacy tries to order that shit and the shit don't work. I fucking hate it, motherfucker. <laughs> Stacy obviously wears the trousers in the Cornette household. Mm, that's for sure. Uh, Bianca Belair over Becky Lynch. Finally, Bianca gets her payback from that little fiasco from last summer, right? Yeah, that had to happen, man. We all knew that. Uh, How'd you like the uh, the Becky turn at the end and all that? I, you know, I thought I thought they did that about as well as they could. I thought that was that went pretty well, but now I'm hearing that she's hurt. She got a shoulder separation yeah. or something. Yeah, I think it's shoulder separation. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, it was it was not the clumsiest face turn I've ever seen. No, yeah, I, I mean I could it, I could buy into it. When yeah, Bailey because the the Bailey faction, whatever are they are they calling them the baby the Bailey buddies? Bailey buddies. No, I think they're called control. And and by the way, this is a like great chaos. Call. <laughs> this is a great control. This is a great piece of, of booking by Triple H. You're seeing the Triple H. Mwah, you're seeing the, the the touches here. Eo should I too hard for people to say. Too hard. We can't handle it. Just call her Eo Sky. Just call <laughs> God damn that's money. Why did I think of that? I'm so glad you're not gone. Totally. Here's what we're gonna do on that one, Paul. We're going to have a hilarious bunch of vignettes where we put her behind the wheel of a car and she keeps running into shit. It's great. People love it. Um, I don't know if that's such a good idea or not, Mr. Mr. VKM. Why? Why? I don't know if you'd understand if I even tried to explain it to you. That's fantastic. Asian woman behind the wheel of a car slamming into shit. Money. Money. So are you saying we should take Shotzi's tank and give it to uh, give it to her, give it to EO, let God her drive damn. the tank down? Oh. Oh, be, like the funniest thing would have been like if they would have given the the tractor to EO <laughs> plows through the crowd in Nashville. <laughs> That's it. Like, That's hilarious. Watch him run. Get it, Kevin. Motherfucker was tight on that tractor. He knew how to drive that thing from Jump Street, didn't he? He could drive a damn front loader, man. Tell you what. Uh, Logan Paul defeating the Miz with Maurice and Champa. Hey, have we figured out why Tomasa Champa is aligned himself with Mike the Miz? Why? Yeah. Is that? I think he's just kind of. I assumed it was like Miz just kind of got him as his henchman. Was there a natural thing that happened that they were buds before that? Champa wants never, to be a Hollywood star, or is there anything? No, nah, I don't know where I don't know where it where it manifested. He just kind of hangs out with him and just does stuff. I don't know. I don't. Know. I guess you know. I, I really don't know. That's a good question. Bobby Lashley defeats Theory of a Dead Man by submission. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you, boy, I gotta say, ever since Money in the Bank, that Theory guy looks weak as fuck. <laughs> Man, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ricochet, line two. I mean, he and Wardlow should start a club or something. <laughs> <laughs> Look better than Kelsey's nuts. <laughs> oh, they are. That's not good. Kelsey's nuts. Uh, the Mysterios, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio defeating the Judgment Day. Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley. Although the next night it was very sad during that 20th anniversary celebration. Mm. <laughs> Rhea Ripley just carried off Dominic Mysterio. Just picked him up and carried him off. Me want you. <laughs> you come with me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I mean, not like I'm saying I would let her do that to me, but Jesus, I don't even know. No shit. I would too. I'd be like, oh, I'm fainting. <laughs> Who's she with? Who's she with? Buddy now? Is she, she's with Buddy. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Can you tell? Can you tell by the way she did that to a uh, Aaliyah? Oh, I couldn't tell. Mysteria um, when she pushed her when she gave her the the, the face wash. Come oh, on. Geez. <laughs> you think that has some there's some backstory there? I don't know. It was awful uh, obvious to me. But. <laughs> uh, Usos over the street profits. James Cornette is not real happy with the Usos. He doesn't find them to be as as entertaining or athletic as I do. Is it the Usos? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah. 
Really? I mean, I can understand what you would think they're stale in terms of their off-screen persona, but I, I think in the ring they're they're tits. I don't see how you find yeah, any fault. I don't think they're stale. Yeah, I don't think they're stale anywhere. If you want to say that, like, I mean, I, and I thought them like fucking with Sami Zayn on, <laughs> was fantastic. That shit was funny, man. You got to start pulling your weight around here, dog. <laughs> like, we'll text you, dog. We'll text. That was some funny ass shit. Uh, yeah, he's not he's not super like he's not on high on him. Like I I get I I just think this is one of the best tag teams we've ever seen in this in this company. I don't get that, man. I'm really I'm really kind of surprised that he would be so down on them. Uh, he's not, I, I don't I, I'll put it this way: I'm ready. I'm more ready for Roman to lose his belt than I am for them to lose theirs. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll second that emotion. Um, Liv Morgan defeating Ronda Rousey by a pinfall, and then they had the thing where Liv is tapping at the same time that she's uh, pinning Ronda Rousey. What did you think about that finish? I hated it, man. You hated the finish, hated really? It. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> I think yours. Is, I think yours is the appropriate opinion. I think you, nice. as they, as they used to say on the match game, you have the definitive answer on this. <laughs> well, it's about time. Well, I, I just, I, well, here's the thing. This, I think this is the one I, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I predicted when we were talking about it last time what we thought would happen at SummerSlam. Um, I thought that Charlotte Flair would come back on, um, but this is before a whole Bailey thing. I didn't know if Bailey would come back. But, I thought Charlotte would come back, and I just said Charlotte. It could have been really anybody just to come in and break it up so nobody would lose because neither one of them could really afford to lose. I'm not surprised at the outcome per se. I'm just I'm just kind of pissed about the damn the way the outcome happened, just the 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 whole bullshit that we we're just talking about. I, I just it, I don't know if they meant to do that or not. I don't know if they thought this out, but it really does make Liv look bad. It you know. It's it's not been a good run for her, and now things get a little more difficult since they did the gauntlet. And now it's like, oh, she was able to outlast Ronda Rousey, and now it's like, oh, here's Shanna Baszler, who is as tough, if not tougher, than Ronda Rousey. And you're yeah. like, I mean, I love I love Liv, honest to God, and I'm glad she's getting – but you can't tell me that she's going to, like, beat Ronda Rousey and Shanna Baszler. Like you're just throwing the murder. She's this is a little Cena. This is like Superman Cena right now. You can't. She can't do it. It just can't. Yeah, happen. yeah I, then, I know, man. If you, well, if I think that's if, a, that seems to be the consensus from about anywhere I've heard or read about Liv. Everybody loves Liv. Everybody thinks right. she's just the darling thing. Nobody has anything against her. But yeah, but you, you know, can't say, you can't say it's not realistic. She's not going to beat Shayna Baszler. I mean, they might as well throw like. Rhea Ripley in there too and have her just beat Rhea Ripley. It's not gonna happen. It shouldn't well, happen. I, I agree, man. And I was listening to our, our buddy um our Jim Valley. Excuse me. See, you're dying Jim like Jim, you just say his name and you almost oh, die like he does. Well, he has a king of recovery, so maybe it'll rub <laughs> off on me this week. So uh well and, and I think he made a good point about that, uh Liv Morgan. She is and I like the way he put it, she is Alexa Bliss light. There's there's a there's something to be said for the two of them, and I like that's why I like the two of them in a tag team. Um, yeah, I, I think they, it would work better for Liv's sake for them to be in a tag team, and then they you know they would have a falling out and a, a feud, so that could last a while. But so now then, like you're in the position of how we're we gonna book Liv after she loses the title, I and mean, what do you what do you yeah. do with her then? I don't know. I don't know what they do. You they know. put her. <laughs> they put her with the dark order, yeah, like they did Hangman. The dark order um, thing is dying a death right now. God. Well, Liv, well, you know, talking about live too. Um, I don't know. I, I did when she was doing her her promo thing on on uh, SmackDown. How she got booed? Oh my God, dude! Oh, I was that. I, I almost mean, skipped past that because I was like, they're going to, and I'm like. Oh man, they're booing her, and it's not just like a little. I think and even she the, didn't know how to handle it. And then Kayla Braxton kind of freaked out a little bit too. And Kayla had to put out like a, a tweet or something, going, "I just thought the disrespect by that crowd was what our the the people in Greenville, our our champion deserves so much." Man, man, if they fucking hate her, they just hate her. You can't do anything about it. They paid their money to go into Bon Secours Arena and boo her. That's what they want to do. You let them do it. Okay, well, again, I'll say it. You know. She tapped out 
and that makes her look bad. I don't care if if she didn't get you know she, if she didn't lose by tapping out. She still tapped out, and everybody saw it, and it was obvious, and all that stuff. It still makes her look weak, and and just like you said, it's it's just not believable now that she's going to beat Ronda or goddamn Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler or whoever. I mean, I mean, I, I like if you if you put her in a program, if Mercedes was there. If Sasha was there, I can see Liv maybe doing some some tricky stuff and beating Sasha. I, I couldn't see her beating Charlotte Flair. I, no. I can I can sort of see her being Naomi, but there just aren't that many people that I can see her beating. Not as you go with the realistic thing. And I'm not right. doing the I'm not doing the Vince Russo. If this was real, <laughs> well. But there is a certain, you no. know, when you you see fucking Ronda Rousey, who's a judo champion, a badass in her own right, and then you can't. You can't well, people have, see this, man. People, people. You know, we're not the only ones, and, and and I don't know, man. And I think the, I I think they gave her that belt. Don't you think, man? Don't you think they ended up letting Bliv have that belt more or less out of? And I hate to use the word sympathy, but it seemed it's almost like they said, you know, we put her through some shit. Let's just let her have the belt. You know, that may be it, that may that may be it. And here's another thing I thought of too. What they really should have done instead of having live whine come across as whining a lot of times, you know, about whatever on her promos leading up to SummerSlam. What they should have done, they should have gone like the Rocky route with her. You know, this is the big challenge for Liv Morgan. She she's got Ronda Rousey to deal with. And, you know, Liv's relatively new in the business and she's just been a wrestler for so long. And now she's got to up her game to beat Ronda Rousey. So here she goes. She's going to go to the, you know, she's going to go to the ice house like, like Rocky did, you know, she's going to, you know, work out in the ice room. She's going to, you know, just weeks, you know, however long they promo for a month, just each week, she's in there just training her ass off, training her ass that would at least make it a little more believable whether she won or lost, but having her, you know, that whole shit was just malarkey. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy it at all. And then you had the main event we just talked about with Roman and uh, Brock Lesnar. And apparently the wise man got hurt in that one. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. I think I missed that part. Yeah. Heyman got hurt. So that's what they were. That's what they're talking about on SmackDown is the wise man got hurt. Okay. Okay. I was wondering where he was. Yeah, he's been he's he's faking an injury of some sort. He's kayfabing an injury, so he can help Stephanie write her television. After the two of them, at some point in time, have hated each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a frenemies thing going on right there. God, big time. That's some funny shit. <laughs> Headline: We go again to the sportsters. No one has heard from MJF. Been quite a few months in wrestling between Vince McMahon's retirement and the slew of significant injuries, constantly changing plans on the fly. What was the biggest story in the business a little more than two months ago has largely been forgotten. That story being the loss of MJF to Wardlow and the subsequent pipe bomb style promo on Dynamite just a few days later. I had forgot it. According to a new report by Fightful Select, that is um, Sean Rassap's uh, site. Apparently, the last time anyone in AEW heard from MJF was on that night more than two months ago. That's when, of course, all of the executives at the new Discover Warner Brothers were having a, a sit-down and a get-together and a goober smooch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that goes for Tony Khan, who MJF had some very scathing things to say about during that promo, and also those uh, who claim to be closer to the holder of the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Everyone has claimed that this is obviously, including Mark Madden, who now goes, why aren't the journalists covering the story? Well, motherfucker, you said it was a work, so what story are we covering? We don't cover <laughs> works. No shit. We might as well talk about Paul Heyman having a, a concussion, because that's a work too, motherfucker. <laughs> At least in your eyes. This needs to, I, I feel very strongly with the, the ratings that they've had on AEW Dynamite and everything that's going on. Tony's got to just suck it up. He's got to do whatever it takes to get MJF back on television. Period. Full stop. I don't care. Jericho ain't getting it done. You've lost CM Punk. Moxley is whatever Moxley is doing. I can admit that there are some people on that on that uh, roster that I don't necessarily get who get ratings. Darby Allen's a great example. I don't get Darby Allen, but I don't deny that he's over 
Orange Cassidy, on the other hand, in my eyes, is never going to be over. He's always going to be just a, a laughing stock. He's never going to be anything other than he is. You can try to get him over all you want, but it's not happening. And yeah, I just I whatever MJF needs to be back on on AEW programming like now immediately, if not sooner. I I don't think there is any question right now that that Tony Khan needs to get MJF's ass back to AEW pronto. With not only everybody getting hurt left and right and been hurt left and right in AEW, but now that Triple H is back in, or not back in, but in control of things and in charge of things and Stephanie and all, Vince is gone, basically. It's, that could lure other people back to WWE from AEW or, or to, a, to WWE from AEW, either back or to if they've never been before either one because they're saying, Hmm, well, Vince is gone now. Things are different. So, you know, I'm kind of tired of this executive VP shit over here. So let's, uh, let's test the waters over here. So I think between those two things, just those two things, not to mention the ratings, he needs to get his ass back there. And I, it, for him to him haul around, I don't understand what, what the problem is here. I, I, I don't, you know, there's as soon as Vince turned his his resignation in or whatever, that's when he should have made that call to MJF right then. They they've been hurting. Plus, they you know Tony's in the middle of this battle with Discovery, which is basically cutting cost across the board. They're trying to get a lot more money into some new programming and stuff, but they're they're cutting costs. Doesn't matter whether it's CNN or whether it's HBO Max or whatever. And them getting renewed, even though they have a popular program, is not a foregone conclusion. You have to start pumping your shit up, dude. You have to start. You have to stop the bleeding at this point, and that's what MJF is all about. You can try to do this and that and the other. It was. It was. Uh, did you Did you enjoy the kid crying as the young bucks were beaten in the ring on Wednesday night? <laughs> yeah, that was good, man. <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> I saw you saw the tweet from his dad. He said, "Okay, he's okay now. He's fine. <laughs> good." But they they can do all of that stuff that they want to. M- MJF is a needle fucking mover. And to have him back will get people talking. And I don't care who you are, and I don't care what pride you have that's been hurt, billionaire boys club. You need to suck it up. Football season is about to start, and your other little hobby is about to get back in motion. You need to get this thing on the front burner, and it needs to be – MJF needs to be on that television as much as he possibly can. And I don't care whether he's a heel or a babyface. He's a natural heel, but the people are going to cheer him. They're going to cheer him no matter what. And but he he finds a way to get himself over as a heel, and it, it just needs to happen. I mean, pronto because it, it when you watch that show, it is achingly obvious that he is what's missing from that show. I think. Oh yeah, well, I, when is when is the all in? Is it September? Yeah, it's a Labor Day Next weekend. Month? Labor Day weekend. All right, here's here's my thought. Even though he really could he should be on there the next damn dynamite on Wednesday, the next Wednesday coming up. He really should be on that. I think it would be great if in all in it, 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 CM Punk does come back and it's Punk and Moxley. And then somehow either at the end of the match or during the match, MJF appears and that's when he makes his return. But that, I think that would be cool. I, but you know, if you bring it back this Wednesday, that's fine with me too. I don't care, but I'm just saying, if you're going to bring about that would be, I think that would be cool as shit if he did it that way. But like I said, sooner the better. If you want to bring him back Wednesday, bring him back fucking Wednesday. And I don't but care. You got to do it, Tony Khan. You got to do care, it, dude. I don't care if it's a rematch with Wardlow. I don't care if you square him off against Jericho. I don't care what happens, but you need to get him in the fold. All out is September the 4th, Sunday, okay. September the 4th from the arena in Hoffman States, Illinois. Man, that's a big weekend. That's a big weekend for college football starting up that weekend, too. It's it's massive, um, and that's the other thing that a lot of these guys have coming to them. Well, particularly that's a WWE problem as we begin the Triple H era. He's only got a few weeks to establish himself, and all of a sudden it's football season. You're going to be doing And that Monday night schedule has been beefed up tremendously. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-mm. That was part Mm-mm. of the uh, conspiracy theory over the Deshaun Watson immediate um, suspension was that week eight on Monday Night Football is the Battle of Ohio, 
And so there was some thought that maybe the NFL was getting some messages from Disney. We kind of want it to be Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow in that game, if you don't mind. If we could have that happen, that would be great. Uh, but uh, excuse me, Mr. Disney, uh, yeah. have you seen the SA charges and all against Mr. Watson? <laughs> I, I just, just curious. I, I'm sorry, I can't hear the caller. Uh, that's I what I thought. I, I apologize. I'm just able to hear I, the call. I, I dropped out. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, Battle of the Belts, which I missed, but I'm going to go back and watch somehow, some way. Wardlow over Jay Lethal with Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt. The uh, what do we call them? The Indian Soul Brothers, the Indian Hit Squad. What are we? What are we calling those? Sounds people? good to me. Indian Hit Squad. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. The Subcontinent Hit Squad. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Subcontinent Hit Squad for International Terrorists. S H A I T. Yeah, that's how, you, that's how you know that Vince Russo is booking for AEW if they somehow get some sort of thing like that. <laughs> S dot H dot I dot T dot Wardlow wins. He's still your TNT champion. Thunder Russell, your champion with Tony Storm against Jamie Hader and Rick Baker. I heard that uh, Hader in the house broke her nose in this match. Yeah, man. Did you see it? Mm, uh, yes, yeah, she did. I saw it. It, it. Well, I read it and I saw it. Yes. Both. Did she, was she bleeding? Uh, a little bit. Hater it was pretty obvious, house. though. Hater in the house, by the way. She, I love Jamie Hater, by the way. She's great, but fucking Raquel looked like a million bucks on SmackDown on Friday night. Didn't she, though? Raquel. Didn't she, though? God, she looked like fucking money. I swear to God in that ring. There's no... If you can't make money off of that, just get the fuck out of the business. That, She's now, unreal. Yeah. She needs to be the face. She needs to be a face. I agree. She's I. She's got it. I mean, if you can't see that she's got it, and I think Paul is smart enough to that. I think so. And I, as much as I love seeing Scarlett at the end, I think Raquel, I think the camera loved Raquel even more than it loved Scarlett on Friday night. I'll be honest. because mm. mm. the And the camera fucking loves Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> the camera adores her. Do you um, blame the camera? No. Claudio Castagnoli with Wheeler Yuta and William Regal versus Konsuke. Take a shit. <laughs> one, of the, one, of the guys, one of the indie guys in Charlotte got mad when I pointed out that Cornette calls him take a shit. <laughs> I'm offended. Um, I'm indie man. I'm, I'm offended. Still your ROH world champion, Claudio Castagnoli uh, via pinfall. So there's that. Yeah, that, was not, that wasn't too bad. That That's was, the other. That was a little long, but it was good. That's the other problem with Tony is he just he, they he can't make a decision on ROH at all. He doesn't know what's going on with ROH or what they're supposed to be or when they're supposed to go or what they're supposed to do or anything. You, you are absolutely right, and that's and that's another thing. They, there's too much time being spent with ROH and not enough time getting MJF back on camera. I they need to they need to figure out what's going on with ROH and what it's going to be, um, other than a place. To get the FTR out of Young Bucks' faces, basically, that's that that's been ROH has been the place where, you know, because the Young Bucks are, are very threatened. It's quite obvious by FTR, and Tony's been more than happy to shove them off into ROH land. Now, I'm not shitting on the idea of there being a you know a gulag or a Siberia known as ROH for people we don't like because that's where Colt Cabana apparently is going to hang out for a few years. So. I don't have a problem with that. I just love the idea that, like, like Tony had to go to, okay, we're going to resign you. It's not exactly going to be on the main roster. <laughs> oh, what, what show am I going to be on? Hey, it's Cole Cabana. I haven't done the Cole Cabana invitation. Oh, God, no. It's time to go to wrestling with Cole Cabana. Um, well, it's going to be on a roster that doesn't exactly have a TV show, but we do a couple of pay-per-views a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, basically, Punk hates your guts, and he's never going to forgive you. Okay, here's your contract. <laughs> have a good day. That's pretty much it. And I, I would like to point out, uh, as we as we finish up, the Jacksonville Jaguars are still having a very shitty uh, preseason. 
not, not just because the Raiders beat them in the Hall of Fame game. It doesn't really matter because nobody, like their quarterback, nobody was playing. Nobody was playing in the game. The Raiders, like, main running back was the only starter that really played any significant time at all. You did see that they had to cut a kicker from the Jacksonville yes. Jaguars. And you saw the yes. reason why they had to cut the kicker from the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I didn't see the reason. I oh, you didn't saw see that? that? Oh, No, I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw it. He, he tried a field goal attempt, and, and it hit a bystander. The bystander being former Dallas Cowboys coach Dave Campos. <laughs> the kid got cut. He's done. He he's done. So he's out. <laughs> oh my god! That'd be great to tell the grandkids, though, man. Again, these are the non-embarrassing Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, grandson, I used to <laughs> kick for the Jaguars. Let me tell what? you a story. What happened, Grandpa? Well, funny thing. Did you ever win any games for him, Grandpa? Well, no, <laughs> not really. The, remember the like the signature victory that Urban Meyer is going to have because I hopefully no one will ever hire him again. Um, although Dwayne the Rock Johnson line two. Um, <laughs> He'd make a like he would make a great XFL coach. Like Urban Meyer would be a great XFL coach. Oh, perfect! Like his signature victory was that insane win over Buffalo. Like that nine to six victory in November that nobody could figure out. I think the money line on that game was like a, like three thousand dollars. So if you wagered a hundred dollars just for the the bill for the Jacksonville Jaguars to win that game outright, you won like three thousand dollars. Damn. I mean, that was the money line for that game. It was the stupidest thing in the history of the world. That's very much the signature victory that Urban Meyer will go to his grave with in the National Football League. That's fitting. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts on another award-winning episode of uh, Katie Vick is Alive Alive? Yes. Yes, yes. I do have a thought. And I I, I want uh, I want some details. I, I, I didn't go digging, but... What's up with you and uh, <laughs> Glenn Gilberti? What's this feud going on between oh, he you said, and what was that stupid? What was the stupid thing that he said? He said something um, like, something I about knew, Democrats. I, I remember when Democrats used to be the anti-war party, and it wasn't that long ago, and I went, That's I, remember right. when, I remember when anybody used to give a shit about your opinion. Oh, wait. No, I don't. <laughs> And he goes, you literally uh, subtweeted me. And then all of his his minion of friends come in. And I point oh, out yeah. that he, he sucks the cock of Vince Russo, who paid $12,000 for nothing for a website from Mark Ronick. <laughs> Who's the Mark, Mark? <laughs> Let's go live now to Vince Russo's website. <laughs> <laughs> boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, twelve thousand dollars. Like, I just can't. I, I mean, the idea flush down the toilet. Russo having to go to his wife and go. I don't know where the money went. I'm so sorry. I know make I'm doing a sandwich. To, you're gonna make me sleep in another bed. I's already sleeping another bed. Bro, <laughs> Lucy and Ricky. That's got to kind of hurt. That's got to yeah. hurt Adam Chirac's feelings. That, like his baseball team and Vince Russo's baseball team are the same thing. Ugh. That's painful. Uh, yikes. yikes. That's a kick. That's a kick so in the nads. So that's the uh, that's the Glenn Gilberti or Gilbernetti story or whatever the fuck. Okay, so the, no, there's nothing Nothing has um, come of this since a couple days he, ago. So. He hasn't blocked me. I mean, oh, other than okay. his... Other than his minions, you know, jumping on and hurting my feelings. Well, I can't take it anymore. It's so sad. I'm going to go take a whole thing of Motrin. Um, God dang, man. A Disco Inferno minion. Is there anything yeah. worse? Is there right. anything lower? Right. Like, I mean, as Disco goes out to do his uh, shift as a bouncer at the Spearmint Rhino in Vegas or wherever the fuck he works, I don't know. Oh, one other thing. Did you see... Uh, uh, Marcus Cross, uh, was he on, uh, I, th- I can't remember if he's on battle of the belts or rampage, but he, no, I'm sorry. It was on SmackDown. Oh yeah. It was on SmackDown because they were in South Carolina. 
And, saw, was, uh, it, was, it, was he one of the jobbers they put up against the Vikings? Yeah, right? that's okay. who it was. Yeah, okay. and did you see? Did you catch his name that he went by? What was it, Malky? Malky. They call him like Joe Malky or something like that. Jim Malky or some shit. One of them was named yeah. something Gibson, and the other one was named Malky. Tommy and Gibson. And then uh, Cole goes, "Yeah, I don't believe he's related to Hoot." Is what they. That thought was funny. Which hoot are you referring to, son? I, I thought that was great. Yeah, no, that was funny. If they called him like Jim Mulkey or something. Yeah, I thought that was. He was I, the one I with the like. He was the one with the mullet, right? Was he the one with the blonde mullet? Marcus yeah, Cross yeah. was he the other one? I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's Marcus. Yeah, that's Marcus Cross, and because because he's the one that you remember in uh, AML because he came from Firestar AML because he had okay. that big. He was like that Mozart guy, you know. Oh, okay. He, it, okay. It was like. Uh, uh, the him master and machine and uh, machine oh, cool. was um, what's his name? That uh, damn, I want to say it wasn't Wardlow, but it was somebody like that. They right. went kind of went on to bigger things, but yeah, big Marcus Cross on SmackDown. Well, they took an ass whooping. They did a good job of taking. They did ass take an ass whooping. That was a very monkey style ass whooping. They took. So God <laughs> very <bless> much. <laughs> you can uh, follow Brian. Tribute. Follow Brian on social media, Twitter and Instagram, Brian Sports, B-R-Y Sports. His TikToks are available at Stanley Jackson 23. Our uh, Twitter for the show, proper, is Katie Vick Alive, at Katie Vick Alive. Uh, I am at Britt Whitmire, B-R-I-T-T-W-H-I-T-M-I-R-E. And on Instagram, I am B-Dub for Reels, B-D-U-B number four, R-E-E-L-Z. If you want to support what we do, you can shop at our Amazon store. That one is easy to find. That's KatieVick.com, KatieVick.com. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside fans that'll do it for this week see you next week and until then so long for now